Welcome to Nurture Small Business, creating a thriving space with your host, Denise Kagan. Denise is the president of DCA Virtual Business Support and has been a business owner for almost 20 years. DCA Virtual Business Support provides small businesses with an expert pairing of virtual administrative and marketing assistance to match your needs. Learn more at dcavirtual.com. For more than 20 years, award-winning chiropractor Dr. Kelly Henry helped patients achieve and live healthier lives. With multiple locations and doctors, Dr. Henry used the foundational concepts of exceptional customer service and streamlined business procedures to grow his business into the top producing chiropractic clinics in the nation. After retiring from private practice in 2018, Dr. Henry has dedicated himself to consulting and coaching small business owners on how to create incredible growth and profits using the processes and procedures focusing on customer service. These are the same methods that allowed him to create the phenomenal success in his offices. Welcome to Nurture Small Business Podcast, Dr. Henry. Thank you, Denise. I greatly appreciate the opportunity to to speak with you. No problem. We're very excited to to have you here. You've got a really unique story going from, you know, a doctor of chiropractic to now coaching small businesses. Would you mind sharing that with us? No, absolutely. Um, and I get that question quite often, you know, what <laughs> it's, it's quite a jump, like you said. So um, what, what started me on the, uh, the focus of customer service is when I first moved to the New Mexico area and uh, I bought a practice from a retiring chiropractor in, in the area where my wife was from and uh, it's a smaller community. And we started, you know, getting involved in the community and business with these uh, businesses and companies in the community. And we found out that a lot of these businesses had been there for years, uh, well-established, not a whole lot of competition, and they really didn't feel the need to have great customer service. And so I, uh, I took that kind of personal and uh, made a quick decision very early on in in my career and in uh, that particular office that I was going to do things differently as far as treating my my customers because I hated the way I was being filled. And I didn't do it as a way to grow my businesses. I just did it because I I wanted my patients to feel different. But I started seeing the impact it had because of that. And that piqued my interest and and started learning more about it and how we could do it different and better and and trial and error. And ultimately got me to where I am today on, on having this uh, foundation and what I teach. I've also been coached for years. I've had business coaches and personal coaches and still I'm being coached. And so when I retired in 2018, I... I knew the impact of customer service and how valuable that is for a business. And I knew the impact of coaching on a business. So I just meshed the two together and here I am. You know, you say that and, you know, I'm not sure how many people realize that, but the people who are really good at coaches also have coaches. It's, It's like you always want to mentor up. And, 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 you know, hone your skills. So I think that's fantastic that you actually said that. So tell me why philosophy, I'm sorry, I mean, is, is, you know, I'm always green and growing. I don't want to ever be ripe and rotting. So there's Ah, always always a a better, better version of myself that I can, I can grow into and and coaching certainly helps me do that. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love this greener and growing. I I might steal that from you. So go ahead. So tell me, why is customer service so important to a business? Well, the thing you have to realize, businesses have to realize, business owners have to realize is 
they are, regardless of what business you're in, you're a chiropractor, you are selling insurance, you are, you know, providing products, whatever the case may be, you are creating a perception for a customer, a consumer. Um, and there's no neutral to that perception, to that, to what you are providing them. You are giving them a perception, either good or bad. And that needs to be thought of and remembered. And it's, too many times I see and, and come across business owners that, that feel like they have great customer service, but unfortunately, the statistics and what we find out is most of the time, the consumer or the customer of that business don't feel the same. Um, and there's that gap in the perception. And so we have to be so careful from a business standpoint to understand that it doesn't matter what I think is great customer service from a business owner standpoint. All that matters is what my customers think and that perception you're building for them. And it can be, it can create the scenario where it, it creates a thriving business or a business is struggling because of such a poor perception that that, that business creates for their customers. So obviously I want to champion the, the side of thriving and growing because we're treating our customers as valued, important people that, that we really should be. Can you expand just a little bit on what you said about there's no neutral Absolutely. And this is something I used to tell my my patients when I was uh, in practice is there, there's no neutral to health. Either we're doing things to create better health for ourselves or, you know, even by default or unknowingly, we're doing things that will keep us from being as healthy. Well, the same thing applies to customer service. Either we're focusing on and doing the things that are, are going to create great customer service and make our customers feel valued and important or unknowingly. And, and, and sometimes we just don't see him. We're doing things that are pushing our customers perception of great customer service down the other way uh, or pushing it away from great customer service. So there's really no, no neutral there. Either you're either doing one or the other. So give me an example of, you know, something that a business and, and it could be a real life example. You don't have to obviously identify the people, but you know, what is something that, <laughs> what is something that, you know, a business owner has done or could do that winds up backfiring and not being so good? You know, um, clearly this seems to be like a, a disconnect and misunderstanding about customer service. A lot of times businesses will, they'll, they'll have a bad situation. They'll have a situation where a customer takes advantage of them. You know, they they didn't pay correctly or, or whatever the case may be. There's a thousand things that a customer do, but they'll end up making a rule or some kind of procedure for that business based on the one percent of the clients or customers that took advantage of them, to which ends up punishing the ninety nine percent. And so that's that's a big backfire. You know, they'll you know, they'll put up a sign, you know, don't no returns, you know, or whatever the case may be. There's a, there's a million things that happen, but a lot of times that's a business owner's mentality is, oh, you know, they were hurt, they were taken advantage of. And so they're going to make sure that doesn't happen again, but they don't see that the ramification, it's actually causing a negative rapport with the 99% of the customers they have that would never take advantage of them or, or, or not going to take advantage of them. So taking the example you just gave, so somebody didn't pay correctly or financial, and then they decide not to do returns, what would have been a better way to handle that that would still enforce, you know, 
having that exceptional customer service mindset. So are, are you going back to the, the customer that's maybe taken advantage of? Right. So a customer's taken advantage, maybe return something, you know, been frivolous with their returns and, and excessive with the returns. And so now they institute a, a no return policy. What would be a better way to handle that? Well, it's just not to not to implement those rules that are going to punish the, you know, the great majority. You know, there's things you can communicate, you know, and, and a lot of times you can identify those bad customers that, you know, are chronically going to take advantage of, of a business. And from a business standpoint, and really from a customer service standpoint, it's okay to fire customers. I have Sometimes before. you have to do that. Um, <laughs> I, and t- that I really, totally have before. <laughs> <laughs> that goes to having better customer service because you'll end up spending all your time and energy taking care of this 1%. And being upset about this 1% and this 1% creating a negative atmosphere or mood for the employees. And there's no need for that. It's okay. And you can do it in a customer-friendly kind of way. Hey, listen, this is our business isn't right for you. <laughs> you know, Joe Blow down the down the street may be a better fit for you, but you probably shouldn't do that either and send them somewhere else. But I do tend to give referrals. Um, and and you know, and I'll talk to the people first and it's like. At an actual recent incident, this happened thir- uh, fourth quarter of last year, is the um, the client, she had some things going on in her personal life, and she was dealing with pain. And being a doctor, you understand that people's emotions get heightened when they're dealing with pain. Well, unfortunately, she was blowing up on my team members, and she wanted direct access to them, which is not an issue per se, but when you're blowing up on them, it is an issue. <laughs> So what we did was we chatted with her and like, hey, you know, we were not sure this is going to work. Let's give it 30 days, see what happens from here. You know, we have these certain protocols in, in place on how we handle things. And we understand that we've grown since we started working together. You've grown. And maybe we're just not that fit anymore. So we did that and then ultimately left the situation, you know, made sure she had all of her assets, everything turned over to her. And we gave her a couple of suggestions on where to look for other VA services. Um, because the bottom line is, I don't want to leave any hanging, but I also don't want to stay in that bad relationship. You know, <laughs> it's better to break uh, up amiably. And you handled that perfectly. So um, oh, you did you. that in a very customer friendly way there. And that's, you know, that's what I teach my clients. That's what we did in the chiropractic offices too. Just sometimes it just wasn't a good fit. And, you know, we, we treated them, you know, as a valued customer or a valued patient, even though it was, you know, there was issues, um, set them up with another chiropractor where it'd probably be a better fit from them. Um, and, and really left things on a good note, even though you were, you know, creating a separation. Absolutely. So if I ask you to define what is exceptional customer service, which first of all, I'm going to ask, would you give me that definition from the business owner perspective or the customer perspective? <laughs> or and well, are, are they the same? <laughs> they're, they're really the same. It's just, you know, the perspective you're looking at it. But my easy definition is, and I guess this is a little more from the, the business standpoint or the business owner standpoint, but it's a relentless focus on the customer and making them feel their best each and every time they're doing business with you or interacting with the business. So basically, the bottom line is you are focused on making them feel important, valued, special, like a rock star each and every inter- 
uh, time and interaction that uh, you can with a customer. And a customer, you know, they want to be made feel felt like a valued person, a special person, a rock star when they're doing business with you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So in the age of technology, which has greatly evolved in the last 12 months, what do you think about using automation or technology in the customer service process? I think it's a great idea. The the great thing about technology, and this is one of the principles I teach, is technology generally will speed the process up. And consumers want that. We live in a microwave society. We want everything yesterday. <laughs> and that's why Amazon is so popular because, you know, they are extremely convenient and, you know, you order something today and a lot of times it could be here today and if not to tomorrow. So it speeds the convenience. It it limits some of the, the roadblocks or the, uh, it speeds up how quickly we can do quickly we can do business uh, with the consumer. And again, consumers like that. In fact, they they there's statistics that show that they'll they'll do business with a company that is quick to respond and quick to help them through a you know to buy a product or whatever the service they may want opposed to you know above and beyond even that business making them feel completely special and important i don't advocate that i want both of those working at a high level but again if you had to choose one you know speed the process up and then also put uh, put the aspects of making your customer feel very, very much a, a special and valued whenever you can as well. Wow. That's great insight and, and valuable for me because, you know, my company runs on technology essentially. <laughs> uh, what are some ways that you have seen your, your clients or coach your clients on measuring customer service or maybe improvement in customer service? Absolutely. The, the three things that I coach my clients to do, on a fairly regular basis. And I stole this from Jack Welsh, the, you know, the renowned CEO of GE. He, he measured his, his business progress by customer surveys, employee surveys, and then cash flow. And that's what I, I teach my clients to do. Let's survey. And it, it's a very simple survey. You, you ask the customer, you know, how was your experience? One to 10. How did we serve you? One to 10. And if they, say it was a below or if it's a below an eight, then you have a follow-up question. Hey, can we contact you and see where we missed the boat so we can improve our business? And then the same thing with the employee uh, survey. You know, how, how likely would you be to refer a friend to work here? One to 10. If it's below an eight, then okay, what do we, uh, what do we need to do uh, to make your experience working here be that much better for you? And that's a, that's a key principle there too, is you can't have stellar customer service if you don't treat your employees in a stellar fashion. Oh, don't I know that? <laughs> you know the the old adage. You know the uh, the beatings will continue till morale improves. That doesn't. Work. <laughs> your employees have to feel valued, special, important, like rock stars, in order to turn around and treat the customers and value them and make them feel important, special, and like rock stars as well. That's incredible advice. I, I was very, very much familiar with uh, the customer survey portion, but never have, we've done employee surveys, but not specifically, would you refer a friend to work here? I think I might need to institute that. 
what it, when you're coaching um, your your clients, what would be a key action the business owners could start right now this second to improve their customer service? There's uh, one that uh, I love to explain because it's so simple and easy, but it it's so often missed. And it's called what I what I call book ending an experience for a customer. So we're all familiar with making a good first impression. You know, we we want to feel we want somebody to feel you know important, and and uh, we want to focus on them and and greet them and and make them feel important as soon as they walk in the door or as soon as they contact you. And that and that's all well and good. That needs to be done. That's that's certainly very important. But we also want to make a great final impression when that interaction is over and that customer's leaving the brick and mortar or you're getting off the phone with the customer or you're you know you're finishing a a zoom call or whatever the case may be you want to leave them with a great farewell you want to make sure they understand that you appreciate them and you value them value them at the end of the experience too because that that part is really the 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 thought and the feeling that the customer is going to take with them more than the initial uh, greeting and influence that mm. you'll have. And so you really need to be conscious on bookending, have a great first impression and have a great final impression. I like that. I really, really like that. You see me over here taking notes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of books, I understand that you had a book that was published and it came out yesterday. It's coming out on the 11th, actually. On the, oh, yeah, so that's right. Well, we'll, we'll be posting this on the 12th. So it okay. will be coming out yesterday in rel- <laughs> relation to where we're posting this. Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> oh, yes, it's coming out the 11th. <laughs> And it's, uh, it's uh, define and deliver exceptional customer service. It's and and my philosophy in life, and when I was in my chiropractic practices, and and what I coach and teach now is simplicity, and that's what this book is about. It's simple ideas, principles, rules, and actions that a business business owner and leaders can take a hold of, implement immediately. And if they'll do them consistently, that's the key. And that's the key to life, doing things consistently. But if they'll do them consistently, can make tremendous difference in their business, in the perception of customer service, and then certainly in growth and profits. Um, And that's what I I try to champion. Let's not make customer service hard. Let's make it easy, but just do it consistently. And then let's reap the rewards because of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I certainly have appreciated you sharing all your wisdom and knowledge with us. And I know that our listeners who are small business owners will uh, get a lot from this as well. Before we sign off, how will, how will our listeners, listeners find you after the podcast? Well, I'm, I'm pretty easy to find. Uh, DrKellyHenry.com is my website. If you remember that, DrKellyHenry.com and then Dr. Kelly Henry on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram, all Dr. Kelly Henry. So if you can remember that, you can find me pretty much anywhere. You can also find my book on the website and then really anywhere you you want to purchase books. You know, obviously Amazon, Audible, and the different platforms. So, and again, it's Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service by Dr. Kelly Henry. Well, Dr. Henry, I greatly appreciate you being here today again. Thank you so much for your time. Well, thank you, Denise. I I appreciate the opportunity to be on your show. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for joining us for today's Nurture Small Business, Creating a Thriving Space podcast. Learn more about your host at dcavirtual.com or by emailing her directly at denise at dcavirtual.com.